the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy Monday, Thursday, and Theological Thursday. Y'all want to talk to me about it? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. And I'm so glad to be hanging out with you on this uh, amazing station, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in uh, Arlington, Virginia, covering all of D.C. and Maryland and Virginia and West Virginia, parts of it, Pennsylvania, parts of it. So thanks a lot for tuning in there. And then, of course, on my socials, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there for Facebook and YouTube Live. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Today is Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of the crucifixion as we are in Holy Week coming down to what we know as Good Friday. Today is also known as Monday Thursday. So what is the significance of Monday Thursday and Good Friday? And by the way, what did Jesus' crucifixion accomplish Well, if you want to ask me about these matters or have a conversation or dialogue about it, uh, I'd love to talk to you. By the way, what did the death of Christ mean for you? Uh, We are told to remember the death of Christ every time we come together and break bread. And so it must be important for the believer. Uh, Does it matter to you? I'd love to hear from you on the topic. My phone number, if you want to call me on this call-in talk show, is 888 Four three two seventy four thirty four. That's eight 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 four three two seventy four thirty four. If you're trying to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge. Eight 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 four three bridge. I'm going to open up my phone lines. I'm going to go to prayer just to uh, cover our show, as I always like to do. And before I do that, I do want to give you an opportunity to join me. Uh, in partnering with Compassion International for this month. We are trying to raise uh, $500 a person for 80 to 100 people. Who are these people? They're children who are in poverty, and there is a Fill the Stadium campaign that uh, Compassion International is hosting. A stadium is 70,000 people, a sports arena, so imagine 70,000 children. Well, $500 will take care of that child for an entire year. Not only will they get spiritual discipleship, they'll get health care. 
they'll get food, they'll get clean water. And so Amber and I gave our $500. Would you consider doing the same thing if you can't afford it? Everybody's not privileged to be able to afford it in this moment. Maybe you could afford it in the past, but you, you can't now. Don't feel guilty about it, okay? I'm just saying if you can, join me, all right? And of course, any amount would help because maybe there's somebody else who can't afford 500, but they can afford 50, all right? And so we get uh, enough of you to give 50, that can equal one child, right? Uh, so uh, do what you can as you can. And I know the Lord is going to be uh, pleased because we're trying to help release children from poverty. Now, how do you do it? You go to andersonspeaks.com and you'll see the fill the stadium to help a child in, con in crisis. And you can pay right there. Or if you want to just text it, Text the word SAVE, S-A-V-E, to 97646. I know it's a lot of information, but again, uh, I'm going to repeat it one more time before I pray. Text the word SAVE, like Jesus saved you, S-A-V-E, to 97646. All right? I hope that you will be as blessed as I am to be able to partner with Compassion international. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for the opportunity we have not only to, to try to help save kids and, and minister your love to people, but also to be able to communicate in a free country, to talk about the gospel and what the power of the crucifixion means theologically, but also personally. And so I ask that you cover today's show in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, and you can learn more about me there. Or my favorite website, embracegracism.com, and learn what it means to be a gracist. Now, if you want to call me, let me give you my number one more time. And then here's the question I'm putting on the table. What is the significance of Monday, Thursday, or Good Friday? What did Jesus' crucifixion accomplish? theologically, even personally, okay? 888-432-7434. Let's go ahead and kick off our show with our first caller, Alejandro, in Alexandria, Virginia. Hi, Alejandro. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. God bless you. you. Today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. So what are you thinking about today? Well, I have a question. Uh, the reason I'm calling is because uh, I see that a lot of people, they confuse this season saying that for the egg and the Easter bunny, mm -hmm. I guess they're not, they got everything confused. So I just want to see if you, what does the, the rabbit and the egg have something to do with Easter? That's my question. If you, yeah. I mean, the same thing with Christmas, they have. Santa Claus and yeah. and the tree. I don't see that in the Bible anywhere. Right, right. Well, yeah, Easter is not uh, necessarily uh, Christian like Santa Claus is not necessarily uh, Christian. Okay, so that's more of the secular side of it. The reason why we as believers uh, celebrate this time is because of the uh, death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's what it means for us. But in secular terms, you know, Easter is about the Easter bunny, which we know is not real, uh, and Easter eggs. All of that is secular uh, tradition. It's one of the oldest festivals of of the, you know, Christian church and the uh, cultural times uh, with regard to secularism. So I wouldn't say that the true meaning of Easter is 
um, uh, about the Easter Bunny and all that. That is folklore, just like Santa Claus and elves. That's folklore. The reason why we celebrate uh, this holiday is because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And I agree. I agree with you. Uh, and, but that's, I think that's the problem with the society. They focus on, on traditions. And um, I think that's what needs to be brought up. What is the real reason why we celebrate uh, Christ's death and Christ's mm-hmm. birth? Well, and that's why that's why you hear people say, Alejandro, Jesus is the reason for the season. Have you heard that before? Yes. The reason why they say that is because they're trying to get people to to realize that there's a reason for the season. At Christmas time, the reason for the season is Jesus's birth, not all this other stuff. At Easter time, the reason for the season is the resurrection of Christ and not all of this other stuff. But we do live in a secular environment and you start going back to Roman the, the times of uh, the Rome and 80, 30, and all these other holidays. And uh, there's a whole lot that's mixed in there. But the reality is, as believers, we know it's the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, don't we? Yes, and I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. God bless you. And I listen to you every day. I thank appreciate it. God bless you. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the begins with an E and ends with an E. E stands for excellence, and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I, we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out, and so we called Improve Remodeling. They came to the house, they installed new doors and windows in the kitchen, and they were picture perfect. Call Improve Remodeling today. Here's their number, 240 240- 505-4944. That's Improved Remodeling. Their name begins with an E and it ends with an E. It stands for excellence. If you want to find them online, just go to improveremodeling.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You're not afraid to take any topic. Uh, You are very humble. And um, it's just give us comfort. 
I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation is not just a phrase, it's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you doing on this Monday, Thursday uh, welcome to the Holy Week season, and specifically, here is the weekend that we are now moving toward the death, the arrest, really, uh, then the de- the trial, and then the death, the burial, and ultimately the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to talk to me about this and ask questions maybe about what the cross means, what the blood means, what the crucifixion means, whether to you or theologically uh, to us, give me a call at 888-432. 7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. So why do they call it Monday, Thursday? You know, M-A-U-N-D-Y, Monday, Thursday. Well, the Latin word for Monday is mandate or command. And it comes from John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, where Jesus says, A new command I give to you, love one another. Uh, As I have loved you, love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you what? Love one another. And so it's the command or the mandate to love. So we know the one great commission is to go, therefore, and reach the world for Christ, basically, Matthew 28. Verses 18 through 20, you know, go ye therefore making disciples, right? Okay, so we know that that's the great commission. But the great command is to love one another as Christ has loved you. You know, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love uh, your neighbor as yourself. And what Jesus does is after he gets up from the table for the Last Supper, uh, he says, uh, a new command I give to you, a new mandate, a new Monday. All right, so that's why you get Monday, Thursday, because it was on Thursday that they had this last supper, right, where uh, they shared in what we call communion. They were just having dinner, and as they were breaking bread, he takes the bread, he breaks it and says, this is uh, my body that's going to be broken for you. And then when they drank the cup, 
uh, this is my blood, represents my blood that will be shed for you. And it says that the uh, the new believers in the first century church uh, devoted themselves not only to the apostles' teaching, uh, but to fellowship, the breaking of bread and prayer. That's communion. What is that representing? It's representing the death of Jesus Christ. And we're told uh, to, when we come together and break bread uh, together, that we share in this sacrament or ordinance of communion in order to remember and declare what Jesus Christ did for us on that Friday that we call Good Friday. What is the significance of Good Friday to you? What is the significance of Monday, Thursday to you? Well, you might be saying, I don't know about this whole Monday, Thursday thing. Help me out. Well, if someone said to you, Dr. Anderson, or they wouldn't say that to you, I suppose they use your name. <laughs> but if somebody asked you, hey, look, they say Jesus was was, uh, you know, dead three days and three nights. But, you know, if he was crucified on Friday and rose again on on Sunday, that's not three days and three nights. So the Bible must be wrong. Right. And and that throws people off. This is why it's important to understand Monday, Thursday, because Jewish uh, history, they define the day starting in the evening. That's why if you'll talk to a Jewish person, if they uh, observe the Sabbath, guess when they started? They don't start at Saturday morning. They started on Friday evening because they count days starting from the evening. Now, do you know where else in Scripture you would see the same example of uh, days beginning in the evening? Any idea? Well, if you have an idea and you want to call me with it instead of me giving you the answer, go ahead and do that. And the first person who shows me another scripture uh, that shows evening and morning being counted as a day uh, will receive free ice cream. How about that from Paradise Ice Cream? Uh, we'll do that for you, even though it's not open phone in Friday for a minute. I thought it was, and I'm going to treat it like one because of the point I'm trying to make between Monday, Thursday and Friday, all right? So the day actually began. The evening started the day till the next evening from sundown to sundown. 888-432-7434, 888-43-BRIDGE. Where else do we see a day defined starting in the evening and then uh, the morning? 888-43-BRIDGE. Listen to this beautiful verse of Scripture. It says, um, in First Peter chapter 1, verses 18 through 20. Listen to this. Take it personal, by the way. For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the, here it is, precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in the last days for your sake. His precious blood is what redeems us, not money, not silver, not gold, but his precious blood. The reason why you can be redeemed is because the blood of Christ was shed for you. And that blood was so valuable that it was enough to purchase salvation for humankind. Uh, and Jesus then is your substitutionary atonement. He is the payment uh, that you owe God, which is your death, uh, right? You're supposed to die, shed blood, spend eternity in hell, separated from God. 
But Jesus did that for you when he shed his blood. The power and the price and the cost of his blood was equivalent to the blood of all humanity from all generations, from uh, Adam until today. All the blood that's shed of human beings throughout the earth, throughout the Middle East, throughout Africa, throughout China, throughout Asia, throughout, throughout America, all the blood that has ever been shed from the very first time we saw blood shed from a- animal skins to cover the sin of Adam and Eve and when Cain killed Abel and it said the blood uh, of your brother is, is crying out from the ground. Every drop of human blood that's ever been spilled, guess what? The shedding of Jesus' blood was equivalent to all of that. And so a silver, gold, human blood cannot pay for the sin against God, but the precious blood of Jesus redeems us. Wow, wow, wow. Can somebody say wow? All right, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Gerald in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Hey, Gerald, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Great, Dr. Anderson. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing so well. Thank you for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking I was uh, trying to find that I'm on the road, but in Genesis, when God made uh, made heaven and earth and um, and he formed it and said, uh, and, and, you know, there was a uh, moon for night and the sun for day. Yeah. And uh, he called that uh, the first day. Yeah. Look at you. You got the answer and you got the ice cream. Can I just tell you that? Well, hey. Come on, hey, man. Let me let me read what it says. It says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. <laughs> you got it right. Yes, sir. And that's the point. That's how the Jews define a day. They start at night. So the evening, then the morning. So we see the pattern in Genesis 1. And so that's why when we say the crucifixion was three, uh, you know, Jesus uh, was dead for three days and three nights, they're counting Thursday night. And so Thursday night, Thursday yes, night, Friday night, Saturday night. That's why he rose again on the third day. But some culture like, no, he didn't rise on the third day because if he died on Good Friday, that'd be Friday night and Saturday night. That's only two nights. But that's because they didn't know how the Jews counted days. So you got it, Gerald. Way to go. Hold on. We'll get your information. We're going to send you some free ice cream. Does that sound good? That sounds great, Dr. Anderson. Happy Resurrection Sunday and uh, happy Easter. Hey, thank you so much, my friend. He got it right, and hopefully you got the learning out of that as well. Paradise Ice Cream, one of our great partners. They love to bless my listeners with their homemade ice cream. So, Gerald, all you have to do is go pick it up. It's free. Or if you want to pay a delivery fee, that's fine. But the ice cream itself is free and it's delicious. I'm going to tell you something. It's really good. They're out of Springfield, Virginia. And if you want ice cream from Paradise Ice Cream, all you got to do is go online and see what they have. Paradise-catering.com. That's paradise-catering.com. And see all the different flavors they have. Vanilla and chocolate and strawberry and 
and cookies and cream and cake batter and apple pie. And they're always making uh, Java, Jungle. They're making all kind of stuff. you got to check them out over there. And, of course, if you want to just call them and say, can I get some of this ice cream delivered to my door because Dr. Anderson said it was so good and I really don't even want to get up. Uh, but <laughs> if you could just deliver it to me, that'd be awesome. Of course, in a socially distant way, I would love it. Well, if you want to do that, all you got to do is call them at 703-913-9445. All right, let's go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland and talk to Cheryl, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Cheryl. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. How art thou today? Oh, thine art fine. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you okay, thinking? Okay, so the gentleman before me stole my thunder. That's why oh. I was calling Genesis 1, verse 5. You had it right. You had yeah, it right. So, well, I feel yeah. like I feel like I need to be extra generous and just go ahead and give you ice cream. You'll be my last one today, if you like ice cream, that is. Hey, that's okay. Yeah, I like that. You I sure? like that. All right. Yeah. You like ice cream. I like you. Hold on, like and we'll make sure we'll give you the information. You tell but them. I also wanted to sh- share one other thing, sure. if I may. Sure. We got 20 that, seconds. Um, the resurrection solidifies our Christian faith, that mm. if Jesus didn't get up, neither would we. Mm, and it, it's yeah. the only the only faith where a god actually rose. No one else got up out of the grave but our Jesus. How about it? And I so it, it solidifies our belief. It's I believe it's one of the most important celebrations that we have in Christendom. He got we up. God. And because he yeah, got up we can get up. We can get up. I like yes. it. Thank you, Miss Cheryl. Hold on. Hallelujah. You enjoy that uh, special ice cream from Paradise Ice Cream, paradise-catering.com. Check them out. And Miss Cheryl and Mr. Gerald, make sure you call them and tell them I sent you. They'll be waiting to bless you. All right. As soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Easter, meet the girl everyone is talking about. You saw God and then brought a dead bird back to life. No, I didn't. God did. Sir, do you think you can help me walk again? Did you say a prayer for me? The girl who believes in miracles. It's impossible. I thought he was never supposed to walk again. He wasn't. It was Sarah. Sometimes a little faith is all you need to change the world. Mom, it really was God. The girl who believes in miracles. From Mustard Seed Production. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggests in theaters this Friday. Actual patient testimonials results may vary. If you've been suffering with painful and embarrassing varicose and spider veins, the fact is they're not going to get better on their own. It's time to stop thinking about getting treatment and start doing something about it. And Vein Clinics of America can help. I was too embarrassed to wear shorts, dresses. I am so glad I came in. I can do and wear whatever I want. For more than 40 years, the doctors at Vein Clinics of America have been the leading experts in the minimally invasive treatment of vein disease. What does that mean for you? No major surgery, no downtime, and no more ugly varicose and spider veins. My legs looked beautiful, they felt beautiful, and I felt good inside. Feel confident again and live your best life with Vein Clinics of America. Medicare and most insurance is accepted, so call now to see if you qualify for a free, no-obligation consultation. Call 800-761-5522. 800-761-5522. 800-761-5522. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1. 
or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Family Life Today with Bob Lapine and David and Ann Wilson is heard weekdays at 7.30 a.m. on 105.1 FM WAVA. More than a 1,000 chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year, totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com. If you're a radio listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar, and we'd love for you to see why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. Nice. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed Mortgage Banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Brian Rack, Animalist Number 65233. Equal Housing Lender. License in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson second half of the show and we're talking about the crucifixion and what it means also uh, what good friday means what monday thursday means and what does it mean to us uh, that uh jesus christ was arrested and then uh beaten uh, charged at a trial as a criminal and then he died a cruel death and of course he rose again on, on sunday morning he was in the grave you know, three days, three nights, and people wonder why that is. That's because the day begins on Thursday evening. That's why we call it Monday, uh, Thursday, because Monday means mandate from the Latin, which means command. All right. Even in a Spanish language, you get a word that's close to Monday mandate. Uh, and I can't quite say it, but I heard it even this, this morning when someone said that same word, and that's that word command. And the command is Jesus saying, uh, you know, love one another as I have loved you. So love one another. That's what Monday, uh, Thursday means, because that was the day that Jesus said that right after the Last Supper. Uh, Listen to what first John chapter two says. It says he speaking of Jesus Christ is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only hours, but also for the sins of the whole world. So he was our atoning sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. I'm going to ask you a theological question. If Jesus died for the whole world, does that mean that the whole world is saved? says, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But what about this idea that he died for the whole world? He died for the sins of the whole world. Was his death powerful enough to save the whole world? And so if somebody doesn't say, Jesus, save me, uh, didn't he die for them? Hmm. I'll let you noodle on this one with me for a bit. 888-432-7434. 
Alejandro wanted to know what Easter meant. We kind of looked it up, and there's got origins in the Saxon language. Uh, so uh, it kind of was a Christian holiday, but at the same time a secular one denoting a goddess of the Sa- of the Saxons. Okay, You've heard Anglo-Saxon. And so that whole uh, goddess of the sun or whatever like that, so intermixed the pagan holiday with the Christian holiday that when you get to the egg, it talks about the egg being... Uh, sort of a sign of new life and spring when new life springs out of an egg, things of that sort. And so there are parallels, but we know that the new life springs when someone who is dead uh, finally uh, comes alive in Christ because they accept him as Lord and Savior. 888-432-7434. First John 2 says he died for the whole world. Does that mean the whole world is saved, can be saved? I want to hear from you. Let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Minnie. Hello, Minnie. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm great, Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. So glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking? Well, I have a question. Uh, I, I know you can answer it for me. And can I just ask it like it was asked to me, and um, then I'll let you answer, please? Can, can you ask me, like, how? Who killed? Just ask me the question. Okay, well, I... I Okay, who killed Jesus? Who killed him? Who killed Jesus? Well, I mean, the yes. the texts pretty much tell us, several texts tell us that he was under Roman guard, so the Romans killed him. The Jews killed him, too. It was accused of the Jewish people killing him. And then there are passages where it almost seems like we all killed him because of our sin. But if you're asking specifically, like, who did the killing, um, we can read in several passages of the crucifixion uh, that, you know, he was under arrest by the high priest, uh, and the Romans actually, the Roman soldiers beat him, and ultimately it was uh, a killing of a Roman you know, Roman government. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, Dr. Anderson, why I asked you that. Okay. Somebody very close to me, they, in fact, you know, teach, and they, they teach the gospel pretty much. So when when they asked me that question, I said, well, I immediately said he. You was immediately not said what? I said Jesus was not killed. I said he gave his life. I said nobody could kill him, kill him, not even at two years old. So I just don't see it as him being killed. I see see him being a sacrifice for for us for our sins. Why can't it be both and, though, um, Many? Well, I guess it can be now because she. Uh, well, she. Still, my my friend told me the same thing. Yeah. Why can't you know, it be both? He, he didn't. He was yeah, he he was killed, but he also gave his life. He gave his life up, but he was killed. He didn't commit suicide. He didn't shoot himself. You, you know, he he didn't stick a, a spear in his side. He didn't stick uh, thorns in his head. You know, he didn't nail himself to the cross. People people did that to him, but he allowed it to be done. Do you understand? So you're right. He gave up his life. He he sacrificed his life. He allowed it to be done, but he did not kill himself. He allowed himself to be killed. Okay. So it's it's okay. both and. Right. Well, she teaches, and so I said, you need to read, you need to ask that question a different way. She says, no, I'm not changing it. So I said, well, I'm, I said, call Dr. Anderson and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, well, I'll call him. <laughs> well, uh, you so know what? I'm glad you, you I'm glad you did. And it, it, it's both, okay? You're both right, okay? Okay. All right. Take okay. care. Thank you, Dr. 
Mm -hmm. God bless you. Yeah, it says in uh, in Acts chapter chapter two, this man was handed over to you by God's set purpose and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. You see, so it was God's purpose, but y'all nailed him to the cross. Hmm. Thank God he got up on that early Sunday morning. We'll be right back. For the developing world, the face of the pandemic is not an elderly person. It is the face of a child. They are not dying of the virus. They are dying because they have no food to eat. UNICEF recently reported that 10,000 children are dying of starvation every month as a result of economic devastation caused by the pandemic. Dr. Anderson is making the choice to help save these children from hunger and disease. He is joining Compassion International's Fill the Stadium campaign to provide food and care to 70,000 children in crisis. 70,000 is the size of an average NFL stadium. That's why our campaign is called Fill the Stadium. Each seat represents one child who needs our help. During the month of April, Dr. Anderson is asking listeners to help provide food and care to children in crisis. He is asking you to help save one child from hunger and starvation. Go to www.andersonspeaks.com and find out how you can help save the life of a child in urgent need. Wow, Missy, tell me the good news first. I got a new job, and I am so excited. Congratulations. So what's the bad news? I have to move quickly, and I don't have a lot of time to sell my house. Mm. Have you called Pete at hometownhomebuyers.biz? No, I haven't. Really? Pete can actually buy your home within the next day or so, and you can be gone in a week. Even if you need him to help you get everything out, his company can do that for you. Really? Wow, what's his number? His number's 888-623-3533. Or you can catch him online at hometownhomebuyers.biz. Wow, thank you, Dr. Anderson. I'm going to call Pete right now so he can buy my home. Can I read his number back to you one more time just so I have it right? Sure. Okay, 888-623-3533. You got it right, 888-623-3533. Hey, congratulations on your new job. Thank you. Now sell that home so you can get out of town. (laughs) I will do. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. 
Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's good. It's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's just give us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. My goodness, my, my, my. Goes on to tell us, and that's in uh, Isaiah 53. Tells us in First Peter chapter 2. Uh, verse 23, it says, To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled insults, when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were like sheep gone astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. The word of the Lord, First Peter chapter 2 verses 23 through 25. Let's go to Michael in Rockville, Maryland. Hey, Michael, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? Doing pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm alive and grateful. Glad you're calling. What are you thinking? Hey, well, I got a question for you because uh, we was, was, 
right, now the scripture in Genesis it says, "Now let us create man in our image." Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. I didn't take I didn't take away or add to that verse. That's pretty much what it says, right? Pretty much what it says. I can uh, I can read it. But but no, that's all, that's right because I don't have a lot of time. You only give me, going to give me a short period of time. Okay. And if you get to read, I know how you are. You get to read. Okay. But check this out. <laughs> Men man actually have to be there in order to be created, right? Uh, I don't understand what you're trying to say. That God created. Why don't you make your point? Why don't you make your point and let's go from there? Okay. All right. But the point is the verse. It says, "Now let's create man." All right. So if you're going to create man, then man has to already be there. That that makes no sense to me. Okay. What's the difference from "Now let's create man" and "Let us create a man"? What's the there's a big difference between those two phrases? Would you agree? Well, it's humankind. It's so God. So we're, not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not. We're not dealing with. We're not. I, I'm just want to. I want to. I want to capture these two verses. Well, you Let don't. But you don't. Man. We don't have the two verses. Do you want me to read the verses you're talking about? No, uh, there's because only one verse. The other. The other one is. Uh, the, I just want to know what's the difference in this. In, in in these two. These two verses. Now let us create man. And the other one is now let us create a man. Well, you have to show me where it says that. Well, no, I made that one up. I just okay. want to compare it. Okay. Well, I mean, one's true and one's true and one's not. Uh, let us create man, mankind, humankind in our image. No. Why no, is that not clear? Not what the verse, that's, that's, not the, that's not what the verse says. Oh, you don't have it's the verse. The verse. I do. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Get your Bible so, out and saying, read the oh, verse oh. that you're reading because you, you're quoting All stuff right, that's not me, even I, in here. Well, tell, 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 tell the audience what that verse is that you're reading first. So the the verse says in, wait, wait, in Genesis. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute before. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are you gonna listen? Yes, sir. That's why I apologize. Okay, thank you. Hold on. Let me read this. It says okay. in Genesis chapter one, verse twenty six. Then God okay. said, "Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the air." Blah 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 blah. Okay. So now, what's your that, question? That's now let us let us create man in our image, right? Let us make man in our image. Okay, so now man has to already be there in order to make him. I do not agree with that supposition. Well, that's something to think about because you don't have I to mean, think about I mean, it. All you gotta do is go to chapter two and it says he went to the dust of the ground and he created man from the dust. Uh yeah, he created man from the dust. Right, right. So, what's so your point? Means he was, well, there's also well. The, my point is that just if you really just pay close attention to that one verse, I don't, I don't see how, I don't see how we can get. Uh, where do we get that Adam was the first man on planet? Well, who was the first man before the dust of the ground? Where the Lord created him with his with his hands. Well. Well, there's also other scriptures in the tell Bible. Me what about, they, tell um, me where they are, Dan. Tell me, Michael. Well, you, you, you see, this is why I don't like bringing them up because I don't, I don't, I don't have the verse. But well, I'm, you I'm need look, look. Anyway. You, well, no, you need to anyway. you need to be prepared to call me 
to say that there is no ma- that, that Adam was not the first man, but it's somewhere in the scriptures. But I don't have them. That's we we can't do that. I gotta go because I've got a break. But you took a whole lot of time to say something that's not scriptural. So next time, if you're gonna call me and push on the very clear doctrine that God created man in His own image, He used His hands in the ground and created him from the dust. All right, it's as clear as it can be. It didn't say that there was other men before that. Now, if you want to have that conjecture and you want to guess and say maybe there was, okay, I can deal with that. Maybe there was. I'm just saying there's no scripture to advocate for the point you're making. If you say, well, I have scripture, but I just don't have it near me, you done wasted a whole lot of minutes on radio. But I'm still glad you called because I had fun with it. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This last year could have broken us, yet we saw Virginians rise through their faith, hope, and goodness. I'm Glenn Youngkin, and my faith is the cornerstone of who I am. As Christians celebrate the joy of Easter, I know that out of our darkest times come our brightest light. Today, all Virginians can rejoice in a new day of promise and hope, and I wish you a blessed Easter season. I'm Glenn Youngkin, candidate for governor, and I sponsored this ad. Hello, I'm Everett Helmuth, owner and president of the Passport Automotive Group. During this unique time in our history, we at Passport Auto want you to know that we're considered an essential business and we're open to meet your automotive needs. As you manage taking care of your family during this current situation, we know that your vehicle may play a key role. If you're looking to purchase or service a vehicle, we want to assure you that we're doing everything we can to promote a safe and secure experience. We encourage you to utilize our at-home car buying resources like doing our extra website, having us send you a video walkthrough of the vehicle you're interested in, purchasing that vehicle online, or if you prefer, we'll bring the entire auto buying experience to the safety of your home or office. Passport sells and services new and certified pre-owned vehicles in the brands you love, BMW, Infiniti, Toyota, Nissan, Mazda, and Mini Cooper. We have nine convenient locations in Virginia and Maryland. Visit us today at PassportAuto.com. We look forward to working with you and keeping you safe. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $200,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If your mortgage rate is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could save you money and get you the cash you need with a cash-out refi. Chances are your home has gained a ton of equity this past year. Turn that equity into cash to pay high-interest credit card debt, do home improvements, or to put money away for a rainy day. Don't wait for interest rates to go up. The time to refi is now while rates are still low take cash out and get a low interest rate at the same time cash call mortgage may be able to lower your mortgage rate and get you cash from your home's equity call now and we'll even cover the title escrow and appraisal fees to save you more money for a free quote to see if you qualify go to cashcallmortgage.com or call us today Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. This is WAVA's Dennis Williams. In a world that seems more and more divided, we want to do all we can to bring us together and stand. Stand with Israel. Visit the land where the Bible comes to life as we stand shoulder to shoulder with our friends in Israel on our Stand with Israel trip, October 27th through November 5th, 2021. Be inspired as we walk where Jesus walked and grow daily in his word. Go to wava.com, keyword Israel.
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm about to land this plane, but not before talking to Dan, who's in Bethesda, Maryland. Hi, Dan. You're my final caller. How are you today, sir? Oh, my gosh. That's, I don't know if I can follow Michael. <laughs> I, I can't follow Michael. He, so. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he was passionate. Well, thank you. God bless you. You know, I, I've, got, I've got 20 questions, doctor, but uh, if you could limit me to two. Number one, could the Messiah have been a female? I say no. The Messiah wasn't a female. The Messiah was uh, the son who would be born in Bethlehem, and it was predicted that he would be a baby boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, real? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And to, to fulfill scriptures, the Messiah had to be a man. That's okay. correct. Did he, did, did he have to be a Jewish man? He did, uh, because those, yeah, okay. those were the people that, uh, that the Lord chose, and he had to come from the lineage of David. And so if you follow the lineage all the way back, okay, that's why they call right. him the son of David. Son of David. Okay, let's go to the cross. Mm-hmm. Doctor, who died on the cross? Jesus, who is truly man, mm-hmm. or Jesus? What nature died? Did both natures die on the cross, divine and human, or just one nature die on the cross? And that is a great theological uh, conflict, I would say, and I'm just going to give you my opinion, and I could probably back it up, but I would say that it was Jesus the man, even though we know that he was 100% man and 100% deified uh, God, but he died as a a man, uh, completely a man, and he's still a man even to this day. Now, God can't die by definition. God cannot die, obviously. Right, right, right. Can God suffer? Did he suffer on the cross? And if he did yeah. not die... Yeah, I think he did, suffered. Did, did, yeah. So the divine nature suffered, and yes. obviously the human nature suffered. That's right. And his divine, Wow, that's powerful. And his divine nature suffered way before the cross. When man sinned in, uh, in the garden, that's when uh, God began to suffer. Because the separation, that's what death means, separation. The separation from the very thing he created, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a blow to his, to his divinity. Not because of, of the power of his divinity, but because of the love of his divinity. And love and death uh, go so close together, don't they? When, when someone dies who we don't love, it doesn't affect us. But when someone dies that we do love, it affects us greatly. And because he loved the world so much. He was willing to give his one and only son, and he suffered on the cross because you remember when Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? When God the Father turned his back on Jesus the Son and allowed him to experience human death, that was the first time in all of eternity that they had ever been separated. That's powerful. What you just said, doctor, that's that's very, very powerful. Well, on this yeah. well, just that's, quickly. That's why this weekend. Unfortunately, no. unfortunately, I, got, I hope you'll call me back okay. tomorrow on open phone and Friday. Back. Okay, Dan. Thanks for holding You're so long. To let me Thanks. run because I'm at the end of the show, but I love the questions and. You're right, it is powerful, and I'm sure there's so much more for us to talk about. I hope you'll call me tomorrow. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you uh, did die on the cross for us. You did suffer shame and sin and pain uh, just because uh, you loved us so much you were willing to ransom us and get us back. So we just want to say thank you, and uh, we lift your name up and bring you glory today. 
for it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.